Good morning, BML. It is your boy, Is Nefarious here, and I am here with the breakfast show. I got my breakfast crew with me. I got old, reliable D Lloyd in the Yeah, what's going on, PML fam? Draft night has come and gone, and we're ready for a new season. Oh, yeah, new seasons in the horizon. Well, it already started if you want to count preseason. I also got my main man, A Rod, in the building. Speaking of preseason, rough night last night. Go ahead hey, it's only preseason. <laughs> What's up, PML? Yeah, um, draft night, the most exciting night. Uh, what'd you say? Most exciting or the Super Bowl? Uh, probably draft because it's, it's it's 32, uh, you know, people excited for that one. Yeah. <laughs> or 31. Yeah, exactly. You know, Q doesn't show up. This. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I I remember in a, you were in the party chat last night in Goose's party chat. Shout out to yeah, fun times, Goose man. And, uh, you know, V Star and stuff. That was a that was a fun party chat. Uh, you know, we were in there, and I I pretty much said I was like, "What's the odds that Q misses the draft?" <laughs> and sure enough, Q missed the whole draft. It's like uh, so I, I would say Q's been here for probably like you know seven to eight drafts. He might have <laughs> showed up for two of them. I can't confirm that he's might have yeah, been. Yeah, and the computer does a lot of things bad, uh, but one of the worst things they do is draft video, so Yeah, exactly. Especially if you don't set up a draft board. And you know a lot of guys they'll get their draft board going, but they won't set up the draft board in order. They would just put guys on the draft board. So you'll see guys taking running backs back to back in rounds and you're like, What's going on? Are you JT? <laughs> no, it's just you didn't set up your draft board correctly. So whatever was in that order is what you're getting. Um, but uh, when it comes to the draft, you know, it was a fun draft last night. You know, I got a lot of heat for my pick. We'll get into that. Or we might not. I may <laughs> try to distract you so we don't get into that. Um, but, you know, a, a fun night all in all. Uh, this draft, what's your overall thoughts on the draft? I thought it was uh, for a season four draft. You know, you're getting only two training camps, two coordinators, uh, you're only getting, you know, a short amount of time, 40 content points to put into it. Um, do you think for this draft, I know it was deep, a lot of, you know, between 68 and 72, it seems to be the, the sweet spot. Do you think, like, these overalls should have been a little higher given it's season four? Um, um, I mean, I think they could have been a tad yeah. higher for some guys, but I don't think it was bad because you're still looking at, what, 75 overalls for your top guys, right? Uh, I still fully expect to have maybe two to three eighty overalls by the start of the season, with the XP being jacked up in preseason and constant mm-hmm. points and depth. So I mean, yeah, when you look at like a traditional Madden draft class, you know, where you don't get these extra points, you know, you're looking at what seventy eight, maybe seventy nine for your top guys. Sometimes eighty, but it's rare. But we're going to end up having more yeah. than that, you know, when the preseason is all said and done. So um, I don't mind it. Yeah, I mean, personally, yeah, I, I drafted – everybody I drafted was between 70 and 73. So, <laughs> what that does for me, and I'm sure – We've seen the, we seen the math equation. That, <laughs> yeah, median 71. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think that it opens up a lot of position battles. I mean, I don't have a glaring starter from this draft, but it does open up a lot of, uh, you know, position battles throughout the preseason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really interesting to see where my coordinators put the points and, and whatnot. So um, just around the room real quick, I wanted to ask you, who was your uh, your favorite draft pick 
um, from each team. So D you could take the floor first. Who uh, for me, um, Bijan Robinson, the running back out of Texas. Um, I think he's going to be a beast. I loved him. You guys see me hype him up in the you know the videos I posted beforehand, and mm-hmm. then he was able to fall. So um, he had a good he had a good uh, first debut. Had seven broken tackles in his first preseason game. So um, I'm excited. I'm excited now. He's gonna yeah. it's gonna be hard to get playing time, you know, over Fournette and Ronald Jones regular season. But um, I definitely drafted him because you know Fournette is getting a little old. We might need another guy at some point. So excited for him. Yeah, so uh, uh, if there's one guy in the whole draft uh, that you could take from, you know, another team that probably got drafted ahead or you maybe a possibly a steal in the later rounds that got drafted a little sooner than he should have been, is there one guy? Yes. I don't remember who it was, but somebody got to, a you know, a dev kicker. Uh, <laughs> I could have used that. I drafted a punter after I seen that. I was like, let me try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think he's going to keep that. Man. I think JT. You gonna better make all his kicks that. in preseason uh, if he wants to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, how about you, Arod? Favorite pick, and then also a pick you you probably wish you could have gotten. Um, I'll start with the pick I wish I would have gotten, and that would be Demarcus Bowman, the running back that the Bills took. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. picked before him, and I had Mac Jones on the list. And I don't know why particularly I did it, but I took him. I guess I'm hoping for that dev, that X-Factor possibility. So I, I took a gamble with that. Um, but, yeah, I passed on the running back who would have actually been, like, my day one starter for in the first three or four weeks while well, Mixon serves his suspension. But, um, yeah, the Bills took mm-hmm. him after, so I was kind of disappointed in myself, especially if Mac is nothing special when the, the dev tool is released. So it's pretty much you're putting all your eggs into the dev tool basket when it comes to Yeah, to that I mean, pick. it's a good possibility. We'll see. I mean, the, but, guy, um, said, the guy sat you know, out the whole season before he entered the draft, so I don't know where where he's going to fall. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he might, he might <laughs> very back up. But uh, interestingly enough, I signed Gardner Minshew yesterday night. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. I, I had I had twenty million. Good old yeah, Gardner. I had, I had the twenty million just sitting around, so I was like, "Why Must not put him nice. on the roster?" <laughs> for twenty million sitting around. So, 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 what's 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 going to be hilarious? Against Steelers, yeah. You Gardner Minshew against the Steelers, and he has, <laughs> and, he, and you beat the Steelers, and Gardner Minshew has a great game. That will be the greatest. He's actually not a bad quarterback right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's not. So, um, so. No, yeah, I mean, I have a quarterback controversy. I have Mac Jones. I have Jordan Love. and have That Mitch is the Jones. worst quarterback um, controversy in the NFL history. Way to, way to make an appearance. <laughs> what is the, that is the worst. Yeah, and uh, that's the, that's the intro back. you need from Nat. Welcome, welcome, Nat, to the podcast. I know he had to join in a little late, had something to handle. So welcome to the podcast. We were this just is- talking about our favorite pick and also, you know, possibly the worst pick. And, uh, well, not the worst pick, but what uh, pick you might have wanted from another team. Like, you saw him come oh, off the board and you're like, damn, bunch, I really wanted that bunch. guy. Something like <laughs> uh, that. Uh, I, yeah, like, my, my, the, 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 so, this was to so, me um, the, the shittiest we will, draft we, class I think we've ever seen. <laughs> like, like er, anyone worth oh, yeah. anything was gone oh, by, yeah, like, the I 20th like pick. The I was like, man, I should have traded up. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it seemed like there was a lot of 
uh, yeah, generic. It, but it, what it, he, 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 he totally mailed it in on this one. Totally. I mean, that was my thought process was to either get a top ten pick or Steve, just Steve trade the, down and accumulate. That's why I was trying to get so many twos and threes. Just get it. Yeah, because it was all it was all generic kind of overalls. Like, like if if you had to make a, a generic team, it'd all be seventy overalls across the board. Um, you know, different type of athleticism and stuff like that. It seemed type of that way. And you, if you really wanted to have a good draft or enjoy the draft, well, you would well, have and, to be in the top. And Pat, and Pat little little nuggets and little, you know, like 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 sleepers, you know, kind of snuck in there. I I didn't really see that with this class. It was very top heavy, like across the board on every. What was the highest? Rated? Was it seventy four? Was it? 75, and that was the wide receiver that went to then our other Jay special guest. That, yeah. Oh, actually, yeah, he's still here. Yeah, he just joined our other special guest that's on here. You know, the rival. And the, A-Rod. The rival to natural. The like 1 in 90 virtually. Just rival. Rival. Nah, not no, a rival or anything. Not a, not a <laughs> any level. The hell? That's the, one of the biggest insults you've ever said to me. <laughs> Hey, what's, hey, what's good, family? It's your name, man, drama, man. Y'all know what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and let Nat slide with the little uh, there's no competition comment. It's all love, though. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, just want to chime in. I definitely agree with all the fellas, man. It was, there was very little disparity in this draft. Um, after those first 10 picks, really, it was just throw your hands in the air. You know what I'm saying? So um, I'm satisfied with my pick. I think I landed. The one unicorn that was out oh, there. Oh, I hope you are. You got the best player in the draft. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you got the best player in the draft. And I think you, you stole a couple of players that a lot of people had on their board. Uh, I think a defensive end <laughs> we were talking pick, about man. on your draft um, and stuff yeah, like that. Man. Yeah, uh, so uh, we were – we want A Rod. A Rod, what was your favorite draft pick? You told us who you wanted, but what was your favorite draft pick out of your whole? Well, draft I'm hoping board? it's gonna be uh, Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, Mac Jones. <laughs> <laughs> just, just hoping. Everything else is a toss up. Just hoping that Mac Jones is your favorite. Uh, pick. Drama. Did you hear the news though? No. Nah, what's the news? What's the news? Garden Minshew signed with the Bengals. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> um, I mean, hey, my best of luck to him. I wasn't able to do anything <laughs> with him, so we'll see. We'll see if Gardner Mitchell is able to excel in uh, Cincinnati with all of those fast wide receivers. So, so drama. If uh, you know, if you know, he comes into Pittsburgh, you know, ends up beating you and Gardner Mitchell. It won't happen. We're going to destroy him. him. (laughs) I'm going to do to him. I'm going to do to him what everybody did to me. I'm going to just blitz him. I'm going to send seven every time and let him throw it up, chuck it up there, and pray like I do. We'll see how that works for him. <laughs> I, I love the beginning of the year drama. Keep that same energy. <laughs> yeah, keep that energy. We don't want you to disappear. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we'll see. We'll see. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, Nat and drama. I don't know which one of you want to go first. What was your favorite pick, and possibly one pick you you wish you could have got, like one player that went off the board? And well, like, um, I really wanted that guy. One pick that went off the board. You know, I was like, I, I would have wanted that guy was. Um, KJ Henry uh, from Clemson. I really didn't. Yeah. I didn't see Cleveland taking a defensive end. I thought he was going to go maybe quarterback. Thought he was going to go that wide receiver. And I think him taking a defensive end really kind of threw a monkey wrench in a lot of guys' draft plans because 
I think if if he goes wide receiver mm-hmm. like I expected him to, that I'm able to get KJ Henry and then maybe a lot of other picks after that fall a little differently. But I think him taking Henry so mm-hmm. early uh, caused a lot of other guys to you know jump and take defense, which is why, like uh, D. Lloyd said, I knew that. When I traded back from pick seven, I figured that the guys that I really wanted weren't going to be there. I was trying to even trade out of the first round because the guys that I had on my draft board, I knew they weren't going to go in those first mm-hmm. ten picks. So Drama, you have a draft board? Guys that I you have wanted. an actual draft board that you use? You know what? This time I actually did. <laughs> Just for this one draft, this is the only time I had a draft board. You know what I'm saying? And – Drama's draft board is like a napkin with like some like meatloaf stains on it. He just wrote out some shit. Drama, drama. Hey, we 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 talked about it in the in the party last night, but I I said that the way drama scouts, he probably put two pads on the table and says which one you're gonna choose: the heavy duty pads or the you know the skinny light pads. And if they choose the heavy duty, he's like, all right. I feel like drama man is the only person that would trade away his whole defense and then draft offense. It's like, yo, like, do you have a plan? Like, what are you doing? Like, you just like push it and uh, just spin it around, like spin a bottle. Like, what's the next move? But listen, though. But listen, that. All right. So let me let me justify myself. The trade I attempted to make before the draft, I was trying to send pick number seven and pick 42 to the Mm -hmm. Buccaneers in exchange for Jacoby Stevens, who was a safety, and Jabril Cox, who was a linebacker. Now, I could have had options with Stevens, you know what I'm saying, with Mm -hmm. his size and his attributes to use him as a a linebacker, linebacker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So I was going to replace the defense that I lost – with the picks that I had, but because that trade got thwarted by <laughs> um, the inspector gadgetness of the <laughs> Buffalo Bills, I wasn't able to, you know, execute. So really, I got stuck in a, I got stuck in a position that I did not want to be in. You know what I'm saying? But luckily, I was able to move my third round pick. Now, here's what would have made it even more amazing: I sent my third round pick to Minnesota for Troy Dye, who was a middle linebacker. So I would have had Jabril Cox. Jacoby Stevens and Troy Die as my three linebackers in my four three, and I would have had Grady Jarrett, Stephon Tuitt, Alex Highsmith, and Leon Jacobs as my you know front four down linemen, and I could have played with my secondary, but you know all of that is water under the bridge now. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'll try to uh, hit up the Buccaneers and make a trade later on in the season when Jacoby Stevens is available. But he looked he looked good um, last I'm night. I'm kind of confident. And <laughs> linebacker, yeah, he good man. Yeah, we'll see. So, um, you know, moving on to uh, – yeah, I think my favorite pick, your favorite pick um, was uh, – I, I think the guy who made out the best in the draft was uh, the, the Los Angeles Rams. I think him getting uh, Phoenix uh, after those quarterbacks went off the board um, and then the, the fields that he made for the rest of his squad, I think him and – uh, the Chiefs. Chiefs also picked up uh, Breesy out of Clemson. Um, I think he picked a, picked a running back out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. But I really like the trade. I mean, I, I like the picks that the Chiefs and the Rams made last night. I think out of everybody, they were the ones who filled the most needs. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. So you ju- you kind of jumped ahead a little bit. Uh, we were gonna do that next. Uh, I was spe- oh. specifically talking about your team, like the guy you drafted on your team. 
that you're like, yes, I got this guy. I'm happy. He turned oh, out great. The, and I drafted him, liked his athleticism, stuff like that. What would you definitely the linebacker I took in the fourth round? Oh, the defensive end slash linebacker. I can't think of his last name right now. Um, <laughs> I, I can't think of the guy's name. But the guy I took in the fourth <laughs> round. He's a he's a down lineman, but he got 85 speed. He's got decent decent block shitting. Um, he's got decent uh, power moves, so I think he's going to be a starter mm-hmm. uh, week one. Man, don't know his name. Dude's coming to Drama's camp with the numbers on the helmet. There you go. And That's... I'm in the name tape on the helmet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 90, matter of fact. Number 90. Hey, 54. Get out there, man. Get out there. Get to the quarterback. Hey, yo. You got to earn your name. You got to earn your name along with your equipment over here. <laughs> so um uh me personally my favorite pick is the Frank Gore Colonica. <laughs> that was the only reason I, I you know I drafted uh Jordan Wilmore. I know he, you know you look at him you're like why'd you take it? It's just because I had JT Lurk and I ain't gonna leave it up to the chance. I saw my clone, I wanted to go get it, I drafted him. That's how it went. So that's my favorite pick. Uh the one guy I probably would have had, uh knowing I couldn't get him. Like, I'm not going to give a guy, like, that went in later rounds. I knew I couldn't get him, and I made a move in the offseason based on the fact that I couldn't get him. Um, DJ, the quarterback, well, uh, I I'm not even going to try yeah, to pronounce the last name because I probably botched that. Big Cinco. Yeah, his <laughs> – yeah, him. He He's probably – yeah, Big Cinco. I would have loved, loved to draft him. Uh, but I knew I had no chance of getting him, so I traded for I played Trey against Lance him last night. And, you know, way. planned that way. Um, that's probably the strong way. arm, man. How, strong how do you look? Arm. 96 I mean, like he has, like he has to work nice. on his accuracy, but that could easily get dubbed up. You know what I mean? But, uh, he, he, I had him, I had him, um, square the rights in the, yeah. to get a safety. Like we had a hit on him in the end zone. He broke the sack and then threw the ball away. I don't know how it was an intentional grounding, but he broke the sack and then launched it out of bounds. He made a couple of, uh, deep bombs that looked good. I mean, he's gonna be he's gonna be a special he's gonna be special for he's gonna be at least an eighty coming into the regular yeah. season for sure. That's perfect. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be nice for you know uh, I think Lions picked him so it's gonna be nice for Lions so we'll see how that works out. Um, but yeah, that's probably the one guy I would like. So who who do you think had the best draft class? Um, I'm per, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna say. Uh, with how much, you know, how many picks and how much they were they got for that buck. I'm going to go with A-Rod and the Bengals. <laughs> like he said, the range, medium, mode. Like, you all dropped that. I think being able to get uh, I'm gonna go, picks is, I'm gonna is go, awesome I'm going to say Chiefs. Appreciate I think that. the Chiefs have a real possibility to have two of maybe two superstars. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens, you know, uh, with the running back. But for sure, Breezy has to have something, you would assume. You know what I mean? Being that high up and, you know, that highly recruited and all that good stuff. So I'm going to say Chiefs, they fill needs and they got two, you know, maybe the, the better players in the draft. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. The Packers had four picks within the top 36, and I yeah. think they drafted four day one starters to really get that uh, that rebuild going. You got his quarterback. You got a, the best cornerback in the draft as well. And – he made some solid. I just hope they don't. Draft. They don't. You know, blossom until after week two. That's it. <laughs> yeah, we got him week two. <laughs> oh, you got him. Schedule. 
Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, said, I, I believe the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs maximize, you know, the most with their picks and also the Rams. I think a lot of guys are sleeping on what the Rams were able to accomplish in that draft. And I think he may uh, be in position to make some noise in that division this season. Definitely. Especially with um, Hype Mike gone. Um, I think Nat, Nat hopped out, so keep it moving for now. I don't know. Did we hear from A Rod? A Rod, who did you think won the? Uh, won the yeah, draft? Packers. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I got you. I got you. All right. Yeah, there were a lot of teams though who had some strong drafts. I know, like the Jets had a lot of picks. Um, they made some moves to to stockpile some picks in the first and second round, so they drafted some starters. Mm-hmm. Eli Ricks is going to be. They needed some help back One there. Of best corners. That's available in my opinion. Yeah. Horrendous. So. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of teams were able to – nothing that really stands out, but a lot of teams drafted day one starters, which is good. So uh, what, what would you say <laughs> – You already the know worst. the answer. I'm going to go with myself on the worst. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's going to be unanimous. So <laughs> if you uh, – you could go around the board and say uh, besides um, myself. As the worst anybody draft? Else out? I don't – I mean, yeah. every it was so deep. Yeah, like, everybody so well ended up with at least three or four seventies. You know, so at least I hope, unless it was some team I missed, uh, so, you should have had at least you know. I'll tell you who had the worst draft. I'll tell you. I mean, it's draft. <clears throat> the Oakland Raiders had the worst draft because <laughs> the moves that he made prior <laughs> to the draft and the, and the picks that he gave away. Mm. It resulted in him only getting one player worthy of any mentioning, and that was the quarterback with the big arm. But then that guy's not even going to play. And even if he does, it's not like he has a 97-speed wide receiver to throw to. So what's the point? <laughs> I think the Raiders had the worst draft. And then he took my, my quarterback out. <laughs> then he took my quarterback out of Kentucky, man. Uh, Joey Gatewood, yeah. so. Like I said, Gatewood has a big arm, but Gatewood doesn't have a Henry Rose. No, he's so. he, he's not a I would I wouldn't draft him as a quarterback. And I pointed out when I'm making the video, he had a fifty four percent completion percentage in college. So uh he was the guy you get to to kind of, you know, be a utility quarterback type of deal. You know, he's big yeah. guy, he could run, put him in and he can throw, but you don't want him dropping back twenty times a game. Yeah. I I gotta so they were. They were. No, I was going to say I got another um, Go honorable mention for the draft, and I would say the New Orleans Saints because he was able to go the entire draft without selecting a quarterback, <laughs> so he was able to maximize his picks, and he still ended up with an eighty-six overall Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback for eight hundred thousand on the books. So that works every time. See, like we be laughing at Jabba. Jabba be saying some real stuff, man. You said it was going to happen the whole draft night. So eight hundred thousand dollars. He got <laughs> okay. he got Jimmy G, man. Hey, who knows? Ow. That doesn't make any so sense. So yeah, he does like thirteen million. He did not have any money to sign anybody, but he ended Wait. up with Jimmy G for one year, eight hundred thousand dollars. So apparently, from what I got from drama yesterday, if you only have one quarterback on your roster, was it going into your first preseason game? The game will sign somebody at a really cheap price for you. The top quarterback. <laughs> what oh. is? I missed it. 
Oh, that's interesting. Uh, that's very uh, interesting. The, the, the New Orleans Saints went into Jimmy, the draft with a 74 overall, I believe, Jesse Davis at quarterback. He went the whole draft, did not select a quarterback at all. And somehow, so he pulled the of the preseason, he signed Jimmy Garoppolo. No. For one year, eight hundred thousand. So apparently, apparently the glitches are I don't know the <laughs> exploit is if you have one quarterback on your roster going into your first preseason game, the game will sign the highest rated quarterback at a very cheap price, and that's how he got Jimmy G for eight hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Wait, and so apparently that's what happened. Breaking breaking the game. So breaking did, the game. Did, so while we're on quarterback, last season, there were somebody did that last yeah, season, right? Did. Break, yeah, and I can. He did it. He did it because I was going to yeah. go uh, grab right. Jimmy G. I was yeah. going to pay Jimmy G. He was going to say I was going to do there it. And he, wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't in free agency, and I went looking for Jimmy G. And I saw him on the Saints roster, signed for eight hundred thousand dollars. And I said, "What the fuck? How the hell did he do that?" And everybody <laughs> laughed at me. Everybody <laughs> laughed at me. <laughs> so there's there's some cheating off the field. Never mind on the field. There's some game breaking stuff off the field. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't, so worst draft, you said the Raiders. Um, I actually, that's probably another, the guy you mentioned, uh, Joey Gatewood, that's probably another guy. Like if I didn't go the route I went, Joey Gatewood would probably be one of the guys I would have drafted if I couldn't get yeah. DJ. Uh, Joey Gatewood looked pretty solid. He had 94 throw power and he, he's, he's got 85 speed, 87 Excel. I mean, he was a, he was a solid so, oh, so I had I had four you guys. You know, you're trying to run that West Coast. They all got taken before my pick, um, and I had nothing by the time it got to me. Pretty much that, that you know, significant player that I wanted. Uh, but I was shocked. Like, how did I draft? So, I, I, at that point, I just started reaching for speed. Like, I was like, I, like this draft sucks. I'm just gonna just get whoever fastest player I want. You know. Uh, so, so I, I drafted. Why, why did the number one receiver? That ran like a four three like flat have like ninety two speed. <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, how was that possible? Like, how did the number one Ooh. fastest receiver have ninety two speed? Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. That was a hand timed forty. Like, that wasn't lazy. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> I, I think I think I think he pulled the official forty time. Might have pulled the old Cowboys on me when they edited the player after afterwards or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The quarterback, he made him, he made him crappy. Like after he knew, he had that what he said? Crap like that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he, because so, so he, it, it was NFRT. He had to go. He actually drafted like four who, quarterbacks. Who was it? What? Okay. <laughs> did he do it? No. Who was the quarterback? He was. Oh, he was no, saying. Do you remember who who the quarterback was that he was saying? Yeah, uh, didn't he? That's a that's a draft he wanted Justin Fields. Like he wanted a, a deal with the Rams, and he, he wanted Justin Fields. Like that's the main guy he wanted. Yeah, and you know he had that whole thing with the way the trade <laughs> yeah. didn't go through, and you know had a little hissy fit. Yeah, so uh, you know that was that was interesting. But the claim <laughs> that he went back and edited just to make his draft look crappy is a. You know, yeah, if you would have kept the Tim Foyle hat, are you serious? Uh, 
<laughs> you got a small tin. Well, boy. yo, my tin foil hat ain't that bad. <laughs> like even even like, even with drama on the show, you got like the trifecta of tin foil motherfuckers on the show right now. I, like drama with his L two catch. Is L two catch still in the game? Drama or they took it out? <laughs> you know what? L two catch is still in the game, except now. You got to hold L2 down when you get your quarterback in the pocket. You do a lot better moving in the pocket. What? Hold L2 while you're in the in the pocket. Hike the ball, hike the ball, hold L2 what? and your quarterback will move a lot smoother in the pocket. I'm confused. Hey, hey, hold up, hold up, drama, drama. Give, give him the full instruction. You're not giving the full thing. You gotta, you gotta hold what? L2, grab your nutsack with your right hand, and only sprint right forward at 100% completion rate. Hey. <laughs> Y'all laughing? Bro, like, like I said, I'd be laughing. Yeah, that's some, saying, that's some out there stuff. Say be mad, true, bro. <laughs> what, like, I was, what? I was, la- I was laughing about this conspiracy theory yesterday. He was like, "Why wow, are you laughing? You gonna make up yeah. tomorrow? Saints gonna have a new quarterback?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll do it just for that game. Hold L2. I'll hold L2. I'll hold L2. Make sure it activates. Like, even. Y'all wild, man. But. All right, next up. So we were talking about the draft. Uh, who do you think had the best draft if you had to choose a specific team? Like based on you, like somebody like the Lions who got DJ first overall, you could say he had a great draft. Who do you think had the best draft? Can, now? We, can, we, can, we, can we talk about the worst draft? Did we get to that already? Oh, no. I already said, <laughs> yeah, he won. He was unanimous. Unanimous you... worst draft. You have to pick somebody else because everybody knows I had the worst draft. Oh, I, I, I was gonna say the worst draft had the Chargers. That I don't know why that team may get filled before the draft, mm. but before the uh, uh, mm. why, why, why wait a whole a whole off season? They missed yep. the agency, missed the draft, and then somebody starts week one. With, with yeah, no, exactly. With, with no input on their team whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let, and can, then, like so, uh, that that probably had the worst draft on my board. And then when you think about it, then we'll go throughout the season saying. Like we say for the Jets, like we say for the Packers. Oh, well, it's not the same with the Packers because he came midseason. But certain people like that, when we say, oh, just give them an offseason so they can get their team the way they want it. Well, the Chargers, we knew were the <laughs> Exactly. Give them that offseason so they could kind of get the team where they want it. I know they can't trade and do certain things like that. But at least let them draft, sign free agents, do stuff like that to kind of try to piece it together. Exactly. I mean, it's not like we have to go out and find someone. We have a a wait list. We have there, there's a knack in queue uh, right right now. I mean, why, why wait all that time to fill that team when we had people already lined up? Exactly. And if you and you know that team's open, I don't think we should have a, a knack or or whoever. Like we shouldn't bring a heavy hitter. Uh, we kind of want to give you know. Competition in that division. We don't want to front run it like we had with Hype Mike, even though it was accidental. We didn't understand how good Hype Mike was. Uh, we don't want. What are you saying right now? You're saying we should fill the team with a shittier player of coach on purpose? <laughs> uh, not a shitty coach, but you know, somewhere around the same level as the rest of the competition in the division. Just imagine the pure joy of that division. Those guys in that division when they learned that Hype Mike was leaving. 
Yeah, exactly. You want to you want to take away their. They were they were so excited they went out and traded away rugs. (laughs) Yeah, he got. He's like, I don't even need rugs anymore. Oh, hey, you you want you want to talk about your game with the Knack last night, the trial game? Yeah, he won thirty-one fourteen. He's he's good. No, so you want to talk about a little bit, like the backstory on it. Oh, I mean, I was up late. I wanted to play the. I wanted to try out my new playbook. I have the. I'm shifting the four at the race. So I was working on the playbook, mm. so I played. Uh, I played the two of the tryout guys, and Fly Guy gave like a chance, and he's he's done. I beat him, but then um, I didn't know he was Reed was your net, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, so, so you know, Fly Fly Guy's been hanging out in the chat for. I mean, for the, not the chat, but the. Uh, how come he hasn't been in the right? league yet? Because he sounds from everything I've got. Because A Rod beat him with the Jets by like thirty, <laughs> two times. He's. I swear, Fly Guy, Fly Guy is shades on a different account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you ask him why A Rod beat him with the Jet, the worst team in the game by thirty. So and what's <laughs> wait? So so I I guess he was feeling himself after that. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play this. Uh, your guy, is that your guy? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's an act. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use the Jets. I'm like, bruh, like, that's not the move. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's Like, three quarters later, 30 points, to 30 to 6, I'm like, yeah, that's not what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't want to use the Jets. Um, but with uh, Fly Guy and, you know, it'd be a big waste of, t- of everybody's time. If Ada, you know, we Ada being nice and stuff like that, yeah, you let him get that, babe. <laughs> so if you think about this, if you let him in the league, he goes zero and sixteen, and he's immediately booted. What makes you feel worse, telling him this ain't the league for you, or letting him in the league? I mean, do you do you guys think season? there's a chance? And I don't know the guy. Do you guys think there's a chance he could come in and improve? Because I was absolutely shit when I first came in too. Yeah, but you're a content creator, so it's okay if you suck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like me, if you create content, I, you're good for I the see league. That guy who played that. Uh, that stream versus uh, Q. Was it Q? No, drama. Yeah. Uh, Packers. Packers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who was the guy that played HD? I thought he had a pretty solid. Uh... Yeah, that's, that's, that's the one that. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what we talking about. Okay. Yeah. He looks PM already. Like you know, he's ready to do content. He streams all that stuff. He seems like a good fit for the Chargers. Like a, a yeah. solid fit for the Chargers. Not terrible. Not the greatest. He's in that that realm where the rest of that division is. See, when I say content creator, I mean like I mean like content creator, not like PML content creator. That's what I meant by that. So what's the difference? Oh, you mean outside of PML? Oh, like outside yeah, yeah, PML, yeah. Right. Like Deloitte is not a well, PML content creator. He's an actual content creator. Well, yeah. Well, right. here's here's your thing about your content creator. Uh, you had Sam's rejects, and he was absolutely worthless to the league. And I don't care what you say about it. He was worthless to the league. Okay. I don't care what anybody says. Where you say you back up something with something. Like, you you made a statement, so back it up. He was was worthless to the league. He didn't promote PML on his site. All he said is, I got to play this trash-ass game and this trash-ass league. I hate this game. Blah, blah, blah. Get blown out by 30. And then move on to playing Apex or whatever the hell he was playing. He would skip games. He would do all that. He would not schedule. He would rather play other games. He was bad for the league. He did not promote PML. He was terrible for the league. So what, what did NFLRT do? NFLRT? I never said NFLRT was good for the league. Did I say 
since I, NFLRT has left, did I say, NFLRT, we need you back. You've been great for the league. No, NFLRT is gone. Good for him. Like, NFLRT was never a great PML member. Like, I don't care which way NFLRT goes. That's so, totally up to him. So, so did, 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 you know, Sales Reject work out? No. But point that I was making about him, you're taking, like, isolated incidents and saying, like, that's all he did. When he was first coming in, he was first coming in, he was making content, he was promoting the league. As he started to get his ass blown out, did that fall off? Yeah, admittedly so. But a lot of people change after getting blown out. See, you know, what happened to the PML podcast. So people change as they lose the game. People start feeling differently about the league or whatever. So, I mean, I can't control that. But I will never – well, let me take that back. I I wouldn't stop saying – that I'm not bringing this person in because they can possibly like, I'm sure when JT brought P, uh, NFRT in, he thought that was going to be amazing. Like this guy has his yeah. account, but sometimes people don't work out. So I wouldn't always just say like, Hey, you know, just because this one, they just roll them out automatically. Yeah. 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 So, but I, I'm being consistent. I also think NFRT was worthless to the league. <laughs> <All> right, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be consistent. If you're not, if you're not consistently promoting PML or doing content for PML, you're not really good for the league. But, but I know what, 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 what Nat's what saying, though. That's not because of being a content I, I know. I get what Nat's yeah. saying. I get – I get. <laughs> see, that's what, I'm staying consistent with my thoughts. If you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you have that standard, that means all those CFL guys are shit for the league too. I mean, whatever they all – Who? Who? KMFO? No, he puts out a no, lot of content. No, all of them. Like, we've had like four guys in there from the league from, – Oh yeah, they were shit. They were worthless. <laughs> they 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 were worthless. They did nothing. They came in, did nothing, and left it with nothing. Like that's they were worthless to the league. It was just guys that KMFO wanted to bring in to give them a chance, and they turned out to be worthless. And it's been a revolving door with the Rams and a revolving revolving door with the Packers, and that's basically what it's been. So, so, I, if, any, I, so if any player, okay, so let's 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 this is a whole this is a whole this could be a whole show. So if any player or any someone of notoriety is brought in. If they don't promote the league actively on their platform, are they worthless? Like, if, let's say Joe, Joe Mixon joins PML and he doesn't tweet, he doesn't ever say anything about PML. Is it worth having the real Joe Mixon in the league? Is he any worth it to you? No. No. But what it, well, we could always promote no. that we have Joe Mixon in our league, and that alone is enough. Yeah. Yeah, but but the thing is, is why it doesn't have to come from you know Joe Schmo. When somebody's got a wider fan base, like Cookie Boy always, you know, promotes for PML. He's doing the red zone. He's doing stuff like that. He's always on PML. I think that's the only franchise he does. So he's able to do it. So if somebody comes in the league, doesn't do content for the PML, doesn't give give to PML at all, what good for the league are they? So, I don't care if they're, you know. So you, you, you don't feel the notoriety of, of, of having a franchise season with Tom Brady and PML, is it? Is worth it at all if he doesn't post about it? No, it's not. Well, it's not are, are you saying you saying rather, if they don't post I'd on rather, their, so, their personal socials, or are you saying like if they don't do PML content? But if they do PML content, but they don't put anything on the personal. Yeah. All right. So if they do PML content but don't put anything on their personal, that's fine. Okay. That's that's okay. for if they contributing into PML gotcha. like in chat doing content. That's great. They're good for the league. If they're not doing anything, not in chat, not doing content, don't promote on their their personals, they're worthless to the gotcha. Well, and like in Uncle Sam's case, if you're going to come in here and stop and not play your games, at least 
you know, overcompensate in another way and promote the league. Is what so, so if if let's let's move back to Uncle Sam. If Uncle Sam did, you know, he like he kept that same energy he had when he started, and then left a little sooner because he was like not feeling it. He said, "Hey, JT, not feeling it. I'm gonna take off. Uh, thank you for having me in the league. Blah blah blah." Then my idea of uh, you know, Uncle Sam is a little better. I would say he was good for the league. He kept that energy. He just couldn't. Well, he couldn't to be honest, uh, he, he did do that, but we were trying to keep him in and, and keep him going. That's why he had the drama uh, stream, you know, that type of thing. We were trying to keep mm-hmm. him uh, active and interested. So, but yeah, it didn't work out. All right. Yeah. You guys should have. I don't know if that was uh, JT and him or you, JT and him thing, but I think at that point, I know he. His platform is good for the league, but at that point he wasn't really contributing to PML, so I don't think it was worth keep trying to keep him around. I, I also don't think you probably had somebody in the in the wing. No, wing no, you, you're right. You, you, you're definitely right on that. I, I think I, I just feel like for some people in the chat, I feel like it's this idea that like, oh, you, you just don't, don't want the stigma of just automatically saying, you know what I mean? Because he's a content creator or whatever, he's going to be like that, or a CFL yeah, player or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like when when Cookie Boy came came into the league, he he had to warm up a little bit. I mean, he wasn't doing a a ton, but you look at Cookie Boy now, and he's he's been great for PM. I like what all he's been doing. I mean, I, I had a warm up. I just came in here and started getting my ass beat every week, and <laughs> even, yeah, even you, like even the whole the whole you had to I had to post of... five seasons of me losing. time, <laughs> <laughs> If I could chime in as somebody who came in as neither a content creator um, or, you know what I'm saying, um, for PML or otherwise, I think that we shouldn't shy away from bringing in guys who are competition. You know what I'm saying? I think that what Nack was just saying with the the Nacks that he wanted to bring in, whether a guy's a content creator or not, we should in, we should in, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Embrace. Embrace. um, And yeah, embrace. And um, search out for guys who not only are going to create content, but who will have success here. Like who um, enjoy like, the content. I believe you said yeah. something. Yeah, like you said something about, you know, bringing in somebody to replace the charges. We shouldn't bring in a guy who's high quality. I think that having guys who are better quality will make guys like Cammy, um, JP, and uh, I forget who has the Broncos, make them better. And I think mm-hmm. that those guys may mm-hmm. even appreciate being in a – division this cycle where they had a guy who they were chasing because it's either going to make you better mm-hmm. or it'll run you out of here and i think that's what i mean yeah. we should all desire for community where i think you always have to balance the skill level with the content obviously you want both but you can't always it's hard to find somebody who can do both equally as well but to me someone has to do amazing content to overcome somebody who's just much better at the game. Like, I, I don't think we should pick someone because of their content and not put someone in who is a, a top tier, A tier type player. Like, that, like your content. I think it's, I think it's a balance. Sure. Yeah. Definitely a balance. Like, if I if I was totally shit, like shades at the but game, like I'm bad at the game, I'm not. Being... Good. If I could, if I could, yeah. I think that you bring in guys who are highly competitive and who are, who, who are can compete at a high level, that'll make them want to be content creators. I think mm-hmm. the issue um, with NFLRT and also with uh, Uncle Sam's reject is that they couldn't have any success here. 
I guarantee you, if Uncle Sam came in and was and was mopping the floor with us, we would have been on his channel the fucking first thing he talked about every day. But because he came in here and was routinely getting his ass whooped, all he did was complain and really never promote the league. It was damn near out of spite. And so you want to find guys. <laughs> if guys can come in here and have success, they will be more apt to producing content. They'll be more apt mm-hmm. to be active yeah. in the chat. And it's only certain guys that's, that's going to like that, But I will say this. It's hard to find yeah, that I balance. will say this, though. Having that competition, like even for me, like even my series and the people that follow my like my subscribers that follow the series is it makes it so dope. It makes PML so different. Cause when you look at like franchise videos or series typically on YouTube, whatever, they're just winning Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. You know what I mean? I'm coming in like, yo, we might not make mm-hmm. the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what's gonna happen over here. You know what I mean? But I think that's why people kind of get into it so much. Cause it's true, like this last season. Nobody knew who was like the front runner for Super Bowl champs, like this up, like when the season started. You know what I mean? Like you had Nat, you had KMFO, you had like you had your top guys, but you mm-hmm. didn't know who was going to win. It was like, yo, I can't wait for this game, can't wait yeah. for this game. And I think that's why last season was probably exactly. the best season we've had because there was so many, you know, variables, so many opportunities and things, you know, that happened and so many different stories. And I think, you know, if you bring in those competitive guys that that also like the content, that like that get immersed in it, like right, you know what I mean. I think that's that's the balance. Yeah, yeah I I agree. Um, it, it takes a mentality. Like you gotta have, you gotta kind of be sick in the head, kind of like KMFO. No shot at KMFO, but you gotta have that competitor in you. Um, even if you're mm-hmm. losing, you're like, you know what? I need to do my content. I need to do what I can. Get this guy better. Get that guy better. Because I mean, I'm my, my wife says I we're a bunch of nerds. Start winning. She's like, we just sit here and make <laughs> videos about a fake league, like fake game, fake league, and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but I love it because I found people like me. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found people that like this, this stuff too. This is and we're, we're, exactly. and we're definitely yeah. nerds. You're definitely nerds. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? I just pushed up my glasses while we were saying that. I spent the whole weekend pretending I'm a real GM, so yeah, it hurts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, we, we put it, hey, hey there, there's some women that are Instagram models. I'm a goddamn GM. <laughs> there we go. I like that. I like that. Yo, and I always like. I, I, I'll, I'll be straight. I'm a. I'm a nerd. I'll always be like talking to boys like. Yo, you play Madden, blah blah blah. This league's awesome if you're interested. Cause this is this league is exactly what I've been playing video games for. It's it, it's Brent. It's brought the video game to life, and that's always what I looked for. Like when I played franchises alone, I would always mess with the sliders to make yeah, it a little I, like more I don't. I never wanted to win like every single Super Bowl. Like never. No, no, I want to challenge. <laughs> then I'll get bored and I'll start a new franchise, do something else. Here, like now, I feel like I could play. Yeah. Because there's no guarantee that I come up win the Super Bowl. Hell, I haven't even gotten to a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So it's I, I enjoy, it, man. I enjoy the competition. Even like when you're losing and you're rebuilding oh, and you're picking, you know, top five, or whatever. Because I had a, a lot of times when I was doing that. It's still cool because now you know you're trying to out GM other GMs. You have your own game plan, your own strategy. <laughs> like people, people laugh at people's strategy sometimes. Like, well, y'all like to, a lot of people like to laugh at you, drama, right? For like your strategy. But you can tell you have an yeah. idea. Like when we talk, Trace, you yep. you have your plan. It's not like I'm you're trying to game a computer. You know what I mean? Like you clearly have a focus in the yeah, strategy exactly. what you're trying to do. And that builds a, a unique team yep. and makes PML so fun. 
Exactly. And that's, that's, that's what PML it is. It's just, it's not just playing the game on field. It's about being a GM. I think that's funner than the game. Honestly, in my Um, opinion. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and making yeah. making making your own storylines like making superstars out of guys that never you thought would be a superstar like me trying it with Kyle Allen last season stuff like that like certain things you could do like the series I'm doing this season with the Legends Never Die where I'm trying to uh, remake legends of the team's past and stuff like that like certain stuff like that you can't do in every league and th- that's why I enjoy PML you have the freedom and the creativity to do what you want with your with your team and also there's so much competition in PML that it's always a battle game to game you can't take a game off it's always a battle even even now I think the skill gap between the uh, worst user and the best user is you know, closer. Like, uh, for instance, uh, Fallen, who's a really solid user against me, like back in Madden 19, Madden 20, um, when he get, came went up against me, he'd probably be an easy win, not really worried. I, I was able to beat him because he probably had the same mentality this time, and I was able to beat him. So I think uh, Luster users are getting better, and the competition is getting stronger, and I think it's been great for the league. Um, like like you said, I think there needs to be a balance of competition and content creators. You can't have a bunch of content creators that are not good at the game, but they do a lot of stuff yeah, with that, PML. That's just that's, you that, that's to gonna come with time. Like the longer we're here, and like the more we, we're mm-hmm. weeding people out, you know what I mean. The people that want to stay stay, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, exactly. Heck, you look at me. I'm the only reason I'm back. Like if I if I was somebody else that never did content and left. I would I I would not be back in this league, but because I've done a lot, you know, pat on the back to myself, <laughs> because I've done a lot for PML and been really active, that's the only reason I came back to PML. Uh, that's the only reason JT left that door open for me. Now, if I left again, they said the door would be closed forever. We're gonna have a I, do not enter sign in front of a you know PML. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I'm gonna treat it. I'm gonna treat like people over here where I work treat it. We're gonna just go right past that do not enter sign and say, "Hey, what's up?" Um, but yeah, that's pretty much gonna do it for this video. We've been going on for a while. It's been another great episode. I don't know if anybody else has anything to add. Uh, no. Yeah, I got something to add. For all the guys yep. out there, it's maybe your first season of PML. You want to utilize this off-season period, utilize the preseason to get some content done. Um, you're definitely going to need to do content, and if you're going to compete mm-hmm. in this league, do not be uh, mm-hmm. boneheaded like the Chicago Bears user <laughs> or the New Orleans. I don't know if the New Orleans Saints user hasn't done much, but you're definitely going to have to <laughs> pick it up um, in terms of, producing content because that's how you're going to be able to excel your team and upgrade them. Yeah. And it'll also be good for the league to just, you know, add your perspective and add your little twist. Don't be afraid. Yeah, to man, be we're a bunch of nerds, are, man. Show so out. Yeah. You know, like, we we a, like seeing all this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah sure, like you know, K- so. And to your point, just like KMFO, he came in, he, you know, he wasn't shy. He did what he had to do. And he's brought the game of the week yeah. to the PML. He's done but, great things with that. He was in fantasy. Like, he's been great for the league all, all man, like we, the we poke, we, we poke fun, we man, but we all like this stuff. And at the end of the day, you know, you, you talk to these people more than you talk to family sometime, man. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you want to be good for the league and stuff like that. And like you said, with content, you know, there's a lot of content creators in here, PML content creators. 
Uh, you take a look at Seahawks and Mally Rojo, who's fallen behind with uh, the Seahawks compared to the Cardinals and the 49ers because we've, we've done so much content. Our, our teams are just better at this point, uh, even though we started with a solid team to, to begin with. Um, but stuff like that, like you said, drama, make sure you guys are staying up on that content if you want to survive in PML. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for us. Um, anybody else got anything to add? No. Wait, what, what was the subject again? I just read I'm going to take that. No, nah, we were closing out. Yeah. Wait, you're, you're wrapping we were up? wrapping up. Yeah, we're wrapping up. You were talking uh, about content in general? Yeah, we were talking about uh, – because Drama mentioned that, you know, uh, if you want to survive in a league, you, you got to make sure that you're doing content to make your team overall uh, stay up there. Uh, he pointed out the Bears and LQ Noble, who's fallen behind in his division. I pointed out Mally Rojo and the Seahawks, who are, who's fallen behind compared to me and Goose and stuff like that. So I, those are a couple of things yeah, you sh- pointed shout out. Shout out to that NFC West, man. You guys really uh, – um, for as much shit as you get, you guys really probably were the most improved division just overall. Like all you and Goose, your gameplay got you Goose and Mally, your gameplay got better. Um, you know, I might not always agree with some of your GM moves here and there, but overall, <laughs> you guys definitely improved uh being a division. I think and I think that's a great testament to putting guys into equal level guys or you know you don't always have to be in a division with a killer to get better you can be in a division with guys on your level and you guys can all mm-hmm. make each other better so i think that's the case of that happening in fc west so uh, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that that worked out well yeah exactly having somebody you know when you could still fight for that first overall spot it kind of helps you maintain the energy to try to get better you get to face your killers on weeks where you don't play divisional opponents. Like we got the NFC East this this uh, this season and stuff like that. We get some killers, but we also have our divisional opponents well, where we're still tracing that. I have one thing before we before we wrap up. So, drama. You seen your schedule? Yep. Any predictions for your record this season? Okay. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Y'all drama is Y'all gonna have to wait for the. Uh... <laughs> yeah, funny as hell. Y'all gonna wait for the state okay, of the league right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be coming before the end of uh, preseason. Right. Okay, all right. These have the same right. energy that you have for my state of the union for the new state of the union. Uh, I think I, he will. I, I think listen, he will. Bro, man. Listen, bro, listen, <laughs> listen, hey, Lat. Hey, listen, Lat. I don't know if you've seen in the chat, but you were the hero that Gotham didn't know you were. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you were Batman. I was the most so. underappreciated member of PML, but it's all good. It's fine. Go ahead. But, but that, thank, thank you. Thank the best thank I you. give you one time. Thank you, drama, for at least appreciating um, momentarily. My, <laughs> my, my contribution. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You just appreciate it. Sure. Appreciate uh, that when he will call there, you. There we go. Week, there we so. go. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you keep. You know we play this. We play like week three. Make sure you keep the same energy. I don't want. I want. I want your shirt off. I want the broken glasses. <laughs> I want. I want. I want the roaches falling up the wall. I want the gunshots. I want everything in that video. I don't want no boy. I want you talking about keeping people's yeah. dick, all that shit. I I'm want it all in there. Energy you have for me. Come <laughs> tell me, man. When, when he talks about rugs, he, he's gonna have it. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't wait for that video. 
Yeah, so for anybody listening, make sure you check out that video. But that's going to do it for us. We're going to wrap this one up. We'll be back tomorrow. Everybody have a great day. I'm Ed Nefarious, and we are The Breakfast Show. We'll see you tomorrow.